Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Franchise Sports Talk Basketball. Um, and we're going to be talking about the All-Star teams uh, that were announced two days ago, I think. Um, so yeah, yeah I, everyone else does their podcast before and says who they'd vote for. We're going to do it the other way around and say who we would have voted for. Um, if we were allowed a media vote, that is, we don't, we don't have yeah, a media vote. Yeah. Obviously Although not. the media, the media vote actually is only on the starters as well. I think is the coaches. Who do, yeah, the media vote is only on the starters anyway. Yeah. And I did vote on my starting five as a fan though, so it's like an irrelevant vote pretty much. But um, yeah, the coaches choose all of the reserves. Yeah, and um, I mean, yeah, the starters were announced ages ago actually, weren't they? And all those guys anyway were going to be all stars at least. So it's really it's the um, the reserves that are the interesting bit. That we'll um, dive into. Yeah, which conference do you want to start with? Um, the let's start with the West. Okay, so let's run. I mean, they're, they're the five starters, obviously, but I had a couple more who were like I just wrote them down, and I I don't even need to look into it. They were just they're all stars. Yeah. So, who did you have as your Straight on the paper group. Um, Demi Lillard, Paul George. I mean, Anthony Davis, even though he's not actually going to be in. But Yeah. You know, he was picked as well. Um, and I think also Rudy Gobert. I had as like a lock, basically. Which is maybe controversial. Yeah, I did too. But... I did too. I, I, they're the best defence in the league, or second best defence. Um, and basically, like, that's... The rest of the defensive personnel on that team is not incredible. There's a lot of good defenders, but like they've got a small backcourt. It's basically the fact that they just push everyone towards the rim and then he's there and people don't score when he's at the rim. Um, and offensively as a screener and stuff, I, I think, yeah, he's he's fun to them. Um, the second Jadler on the team is more difficult. So I had eight who were like, I just put them down and I basically, I don't think there's much thought needs to go into it, which was Curry, Lillard, LeBron, Jokic, Kawhi, Luka, Paul George, and Rudy Gobert, which left me with four spots. Well, yeah, that's uh, so that's the same. I didn't as have me, Davis. Well, you didn't. I didn't bother Davis. Davis because he was going to get taken out straight away. Those effectively yeah. thirteen stars in the West. Yeah. So who was your next guy? After My that? next guy. Other people had donovan mitchell as a lock but i didn't have donovan mitchell that, in that was me actually i i had him as my next guy so they are basically worse when mitchell is on the court which is partly some yeah. lineup stuff um i had mike Connolly in his second highest scoring season of his career 16th in win shares for 48 minutes and only dario saric has a better net rating for yeah. the whole season you see i had him as a possible um like considered him, but I mean, basically, they need you need another jazz player. I think I think jazz basically deserved another player. It was one of those, and Conley missed some time, which you yeah, aren't his aren't his minutes a bit lower as well? Uh, yeah, and it's his also minutes per game aren't that like that high. The on-off stuff is partly, um, yeah, partly because he he is with Gobert all the time. Yeah, That's he always the... plays with Gobert. And yeah, so I, I mean, that's the part of the reason you had him. I had him is basically, 
because his on-off numbers are ridiculous. But it's also not everything because of the other players. And Mitchell is just... I don't know, he's just the main guy, really, I think. Though part of the Conley thing, to be fair, was also a bit of a... Um, he's got his player to not be an all-star tag. Um, so yeah. there's a little bit of a career vote there, and Donovan Mitchell was going to be an all-star many times over. I think if it's close, I sort of just went, like... I'd prefer yeah. it goes to Connolly. He deserves it yeah. over his career as well. Yeah, less, yeah, that's less than... I mean, it's 29 minutes. It's not that low, is it? But that's like... Well, that's partly because they're just blowing teams out, though. Yeah, I guess. And only only 16 points a game, I think, was the thing that put me off a bit. Is um. Yeah, he's, he's obviously been very good this year, but he's just not... The numbers just weren't quite there. Um, but yeah, he was he was on my possible list, but not. He wasn't the ones I actually picked off that list either. Because um, so, but basically, what I had is I had from the reserves. I had those five I've just mentioned: Lillard, George, Gobert, Anthony Davis, Donovan Mitchell, and then I had like a short list. Um, when Mike Conley was on that, the, you know, was, I considered Who him. did you go for? Who did you go for as your final two then? My final two, I went for Devin Booker and Zion Williamson. So they were my 10 and 11, which this isn't necessarily in order. They were just the next two I put down. Um, yeah. I mean, Zion's is weird because, I mean, we're going to come on to defense, I suspect, when we maybe look at the East and why our wildcard one that I put down as 12 is basically about defense. But, um, Zion, I fourth in offensive win shares. He's basically playing like point forward now as well. Yeah, over four assists per game this month, and he just like he doesn't he doesn't miss. His field yeah. goal percentage is just ridiculous. It's like Yanis. It's like him and Yanis score at a level, and then there's a gap, and then there's other normal human beings. Yeah. Weirdly, I had I also had Brandon Ingram on my shortlist, and and then I almost thought. I mean, just because the Pelicans are so bad. It's like maybe, I, I don't know, I almost didn't have Williamson for that reason. But that's a bit... Yeah, well, it's it's difficult though, isn't it? Because the team record, I think it does matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, that came into some of the, my other decisions. <laughs> I agree. Like we were saying with the Jazz, you've got to have at least two for the Jazz. I don't think it's that unreasonable if you just put all three of them in. They've been that good. Um and the Pelicans have sucked, and Zion's not been good defensively. And Ingram, yeah. actually, if Zion wasn't there, like last season, Ingram's got a pretty solid case to be an all-star. Yeah, I think it's he's shooting, shooting threes to the be- best rate of his career. Maybe, yeah. I think. Which is, is kind of crazy that, like, um, yeah, that, that he ended up not getting any all-star consideration this year. Yeah, I mean, he is, he is definitely a more rounded player than Zion, I suppose. It's just not that, like the same just absurd numbers I guess in a very specific area yeah um, I mean yeah like, same as Gobert isn't it neither of them are completely rounded players but what they do they are like the best in the league at it yeah um, so yeah so there was the for the Suns I was really split between um, Chris Paul and Devin Booker 
I mean, they've ended up both being in now. Devin Booker is Anthony Davis's replacement. But I ended up going with just about went for Booker. I think basically just based on I, the numbers. I, I put Booker, but even in my notes, I put this toss up. It's yeah. Because like, it's basically it, it, like they they wouldn't, if Chris Paul wasn't there, they wouldn't be as good. Chris Paul is obviously has been the difference. They're a really good defensive team this year. They're, they're a much better yeah. defensive team. It's like, well, that's not the case. And then they put Chris Paul on the team and then they are. Um, and because it's a Chris Paul team, they like, don't turn the ball over. And Booker's role has kind of become more specified with Paul there. Um, but Booker then is also playing really well. I don't, I just don't really have any particularly strong feelings either yeah. way on that. I think, I think the thing is, well, Booker got in last year, didn't he? Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, if, I mean, if he's in last year, he, he should be in this year, really. I think, I mean, the team's better. I think he's like, he's shooting threes quite a lot better and stuff like that. There's a case but, for having both of them, to be honest, as has now ended up yeah. happening. Yeah. But yeah, I could, could have easily, instead of Zion, had Chris Paul and just gone for both the Suns guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's the Zion thing as well is also, it's about the... Uh, sometimes you just want to have the stars, don't you? You need to have those uh, certain players. And he is basically already one of those players that is just like... Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think that's that's the thing with an all-star game. However, this one ends up working out if it goes ahead. Um, if if we were talking about selecting all NBA teams now, I think the fact the Pelicans suck or have sucked for large chunks of the season and defensively has been poor and all of this stuff, that would matter a bit more to me. Um, but ultimately, you just get into this like I don't know. You, you kind of get like yeah, if it's Zion Williamson's putting up those sort of numbers. I think he's going to get in. And he is basically unstoppable. That's the other thing. Is when he when he gets the chance to just attack, he just he just flattens ball. It's amazing. He, he just goes straight to the basket and scores over, through, however the hell he wants. He's going to score. Yeah. Was there any... Um, did you have any other players that you wanted to like mention that you that you considered... Okay, so just missed out. Towards like the bottom of my list, I basically there was Christian Wood, who if he stayed healthy would have been in the mix. Uh, Gilgis Alexander and De'Aaron Fox both got mentioned, um, but I think the the Kings basically tumbling like just as voting was happening kind of ruled Fox out of having a real chance there. And his numbers aren't—he had like a run of really good games, but they're not like spectacular. Um, and Gilgis Alexander's sort of like he's, his numbers have all increased he's playing really well but I think when you're not a massive name John Morant you could say put the same sort of thing but I just I don't know I don't know if they're quite there one who I had in the mix that was not mentioned anywhere and I think it's kind of controversial was Draymond Green yeah that is so his defensive his defensive box plus minus is better than Rudy Gobert only James Harden and Trey Young. This is as of when I got the stats, so like yesterday or the day before. Only James Harden and Trey Young are averaging more assists this month. And basically, before he started playing, people were saying the Warriors just like tank the season after three yeah. games. And then his minutes restriction got lifted. And actually, they've, they've been like an elite defensive team. They look they could not like stop anyone. Draymond started playing, 
and they're like a top tier defensive team and he's playing yeah. he's just playing point guard because they're taking the ball out of Steph's hands um, he, he's just facilitating like, the entire offense whether it's from the post or bring it up the court um, and he's so important to them defensively I guess there's like this mid-seeding thing that oh should the Warriors have two and he's averaging like two points a game or whatever it is but of importance at both ends of the floor. Basically, he does everything other than score the ball. Yeah. I he guess does the, literally everything else at a high level. I guess the thing is, though, that might be sort of unfair in that regard is players like that that have basically had an opportunity to show how important they are by not playing. Well, it's there... the same as um, Joel Embiid's MVP case. Is yeah. The fact he's missed six games and the sixes are terrible when he doesn't play. Yeah, does that it's help? like you can very clearly see Whereas there are probably other players as well that if they if they weren't playing, like you know, the, the team would be a lot, lot worse. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I just I think that contrast and um, it helps that I've watched more of the Warriors probably than almost any other team. But I think I think it's, it's one of those where we get so enamoured with just like the the biggest numbers people are putting up. And I mean, the Warriors, they got written off. They were not, it wasn't just like talk show stuff. There was quite a serious, like, doubting that they could win any games after the first few games of the season. And they've they've got some really big wins. Draymond had a thing where he cocked up the other day against Charlotte. But that was a game against Charlotte they nearly won without Steph. And just with Draymond, no one else. Um, I think his importance to that team. And yeah, they're only in, like, the play-in sort of mix at the moment. But I mean, when we come on to the East... There's a few teams. I mean, Boston, two all stars, and they are they below 500 at the moment. I think, like, I, I, team record stuff seems to seems to come and go, deciding our perception of players. And it's basically if you're putting up big offensive numbers, which Draymond Green is, he's he's making plays better than pretty much anyone in the league. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know that. I don't know about whether I'd have him in there. Who would you? Who would you have him instead of if you were to have him in the team? I don't know if I'd definitely have him in, but it's just one where he was not. I think the West's, um, like, the tier below the locks in the West is actually quite small compared to others. And it was sort of like it was Paul or Booker, and then you end up with both. And then it was like SGA, Fox. Uh, I'm sure I'm seeing a couple of people. Like, uh, yeah, Ingram, I suppose. But I think Green basically should have been in that, like, yeah, I mean, he, he, his impact defensively and as a playmaker is surely as big as some of these other guys who are like more one-way player. Yeah, I guess it's the thing is nobody gets as excited about defense. That's it. Uh, like that's basically a, an no. example of that, isn't it? I guess apart from Rudy Gobert. Yeah, bit, although people don't really get that excited about that. He's just obviously so good that you can't ignore it. Um, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I, I was a player I wanted to mention, but I, I mean, I, you mentioned Christian Wood already on my list. Um, but there were, I think a few, I think the same thing with a few of those other guys mentioned, of like Darren Fox and Shagers Alexander. I basically just, I don't know they, they're just not very good teams are they they've just not been good I mean the Kings are in alright position standings at the moment I think 
Well, they go up and down. They, they win five and then they lose seven. It seems to be what the Kings are yeah. doing this year. And it's just... I don't know. It seems difficult to... Um, I think unless you are like really obviously um, like better than someone else or you know you know like a lot of the other guys in the uh, all-star game it's difficult to put you in when you're on a team that is that bad I think well and just there's a bit of the star power thing like we said with Zion it's like if it's close you put Zion Williamson in and Fox and and uh, Gilgis Alexander really I enjoy watching both of them John Morant's in that group of course as well but they're not putting up numbers that make you like want yeah. to vote for them especially anyway they're, they're all scoring like they're just well they're just, but they're not yeah, they're, they're not like Weber is even if yeah. they were up at like 25-26 for the season or, or if their not... teams were what Suns are yeah then you definitely have one of them in I think um, but it's like how do you you justify putting a point guard that's playing well but not amazingly, but their team's ninth sort of thing. Um, like, take Luca actually. The Mavericks have actually pulled it together a bit, but even when they were bad, Luka Doncic was, like, top 10 in assisting and rebounding and top five in scoring or whatever silliness he's doing. Not yeah. well, yes, obviously he's an all-star. Um, that was a conversation people yeah. got into about whether it should be Doncic or Lillard. I personally think it should probably have just about been Lillard, but, like, who cares? They were like the fifth, sixth guys on the Western Conference All-Star team. It doesn't really matter that much to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the other thing as well is they're obviously, like you said, they're obviously like not the same tier as like Doncic. And they're, I mean, at the moment at least, all those guys are sort of the level of players that are just going to be like borderline All-Stars. You expect Forever. them for their, for their careers really. Like, you know, they'll, they'll maybe like every... Of a year, they might make a couple, you know, make, well, make a few in their Mar- career. Morant's the one that's most likely to yeah. break through that ceiling. But then that, that's the, the other thing, isn't it? Is once you're considered an all-star player, is that does seem to hold some weight. Yeah. With people, you are an all-star. Is it, We'll come on to that, I think, maybe more in the East. Um, but uh, like Booker, actually, is there's been, for years, it was look at all these points he's getting, how well he's scoring, he's hitting these game winners. Yeah. And then it was like, yeah, but he's turning the ball over four times a game and assisting three times a game, sort of silliness. And Levine and Booker in a similar area there, um, where it was like, well, your your team suck and you're scoring points. Um, they're yeah, not I the guess, same players as the guys. I we're guess talking that's about, a good but... point, actually. But they, I guess they were sort of those guys. Maybe a few years ago, that's like quite a good comparison. Is they, I think they've both developed. Well, basically, Devin Booker has got Chris Paul now. Um, it's a big part of it, but they've both, yeah, they've both developed and their teams are now, you know, not completely bad because they are basically good enough to pull them uh, to a certain degree. And yeah, maybe maybe some of those guys will develop into that. But I think that is a few years ago, they, they was basically the same thing. Well, they're like by far the best player on basically a terrible team, um, which is um, like... And- you have to be really, really good, I think, to get like obviously really, really, really good to get in in that case. Well, Bradley Beal missed last year, didn't he? I think. I think Bradley Beal did he miss All Star? He definitely missed All NBA. Oh, anyway, he missed one of them, and there was a big thing. I was like, well, yeah, the Wizards were terrible. Oh, the Wizards yeah. were like the worst defensive team ever, um, and, and that that played a part. I think, yeah, there is a bit of this kind of breaking through. 
those two also, Booker and Levine, both seem to have this real, like, strong cult following among NBA fans. This, like, yeah. desire, these guys deserve to be an all-star. And then you look at it, they were both those players, like you said, about being borderline, who every year there was just, like, all of these viral tweets from basketball accounts about how is Devin Booker not an all-star. You look at the rosters, like, well, instead Ooh, of... Yeah. Was instead of James Harden or Russell Westbrook, I mean, no. Like, basically, he was on a bad team, and his stats were close to the guys who were in the All-Star team. And it's like, well, that, you're not going to get in, particularly because the reserves are decided by coaches, who it's kind of a cliche that they prioritize winning. But I think they just do, is that they don't, they're less likely to reward players on key teams, basically. Yeah. Unless you're insane. Unless you're just absolutely insane. Like, the the Mavericks could be like 14th in the West. Luca was going to be an All Star. I mean, he's just he's that yeah. good, and he, that's another one of those like yeah, he's, he's just he's, an All Star. He's, he's now yeah he is now one of those guys that he's just an All Star. And Williamson, I think is that was Zion Williamson. I, I, it seems weird just calling him Williamson for some reason. I don't know. But anyway, I, I think he's is... earlier referring to him as as Williamson. Like, hmm. oh, that sounds strange. <laughs> but he uh, yeah, I think he's basically in that category now probably he's just going to be an all-star for like every year of his career like yeah no and i think there's well his team's doing ultimately it's meant to be a showcase for the league yeah. and entertaining is i mean it there was it was a lot of fun with the elam ending last year and people drawing charges and stuff but we we don't want to see rudy gobert setting good screens is not is not really the point is it that's not really well, what we're I, getting at i don't know i do, I do hope they Manage to keep that competitiveness sometimes. I mean, this year obviously is different anyway. It's like I, I of, hope they keep it competitive, but also a lot like, of players have yeah. even said they don't think they should be doing it. Players that are going to be involved in it, so I'm not really expecting it this year. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a lot of guys um, not going or yeah. going and saying I'll play, I'll start the game, but I'm not playing more than the first quarter. If you look at um, well, Kawhi and Paul George, obviously Paul George. Ke- didn't play the end of a game with the Nets because of a minutes restriction. I can't see him going all out in an all-star game. And Bede has rested a few times with things that they've called injuries that may be injuries, but also may be resting. There's there's quite a few of these, of the biggest stars as well, actually, that I wonder. Yeah. I mean, we it's not really that we could do a whole podcast series yeah. on whether it's the right thing to do and going to Atlanta of all places as well. Um, but... I, th- I think we will see some players if they don't pull out because if they pull out the league might not be too pleased with them but they turn up and that's about it they're there and they yeah. put the jersey on yeah anyway should we move on to the east because uh yes. yeah we sort of did the west didn't we and then went on to other stuff but so let's... who were your locks i had eight eight locks oh, oh that includes the starters yes well, I think they got the starter. The starters had Kyrie Irving, who was one of my locks, but I, I don't really think he should start. He missed too much time. No, I, this is weird actually. This I think I've ended up. So I, I didn't do the starters because when I did this, the starters already been announced. Um, for some reason, I've ended up doing five locks for both. I think maybe I just had. I just, I don't know. I just ended up making it symmetric for some reason. Um. But my list of like my definite, obviously I think they're different levels of locks. I've got Tatum, Harden, Zach Levine, Jalen Brown, and Demontis Sabonis. 
and I that's think, interesting. I think I guess the bonus is not really like he's obviously not a lock. I mean, he didn't even make it. But one of my logs didn't make it. For... Really? Who? Who's that? Chris Middleton. Oh, yeah. I was I was wondering about um. They were talking about him. Cause I didn't even have him on my considered list. I, mean, I obviously I would have considered him. Yeah, but. I just don't he's think scoring he... like it... over 20 a game, 50, 40, 90, and he's basically, he's got like five assists per game as well, which is by far yeah. a career high. Maybe I should have. Um... I, I, think, I think there's just a bit of a thing about... Just, the Bucks are just getting battered by everyone, aren't they? Yeah. They're just, no one's... They're just getting the... They're just not as count. exciting as they were last year. No, like Last year they were the dominating, and then they were terrible in the playoffs. And now it's like, yeah, we just don't care anymore until they win a championship, basically. Yeah, everyone stopped talking about them. Their performances are still great. Like when they had that game with the Nets, and I mean they need to do it more and more. Actually, is Middleton is basically their guy at the end of games. It's just like yeah. Middleton, Yanis pick and roll, and Middleton he just makes shots like nobody. It's absolutely ruthless at the end of games. Um, I, I think he's it's kind of cliche to say he's underrated now, but it's just like there isn't even a question or like. It seems to be a question about oh, can he be the second guy? Though it seems like quite obvious he could be the second guy. There are other problems yeah. with that Bucks team. Mid- Chris Middleton is really, really good. He's yeah. just, um, yeah, he he, he's not. Guy. He doesn't beat his chest, does he? He doesn't. He doesn't do crazy dunks. He doesn't do massive no look passes to the corner. I think he just, just sort of gets on with it, doesn't he? And that's part of it. And he's in Milwaukee, of course. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was a bit of an oversight on my part. But um, what for your locks, who else did you have? So I had Beal, Jalen Brown as my starting backcourt, Embiid, Giannis, Kevin Durant, Chris Middleton, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. And then I sort of had Jason Tatum as well, but I want to come on to that because um, he's one of those, actually. That, that falls into what we were just talking about, where it's like, well, he's just, he's an all-star. Jason Tatum's obviously. And yeah, he, yeah. his numbers are that good. But also, if we're getting into the, does a team deserve two? Um, I mean, there was, there seemed to be a period where a lot of the conversation was going like, the Sixers might only have one. And thought, hold on, what's going on? I mean, <laughs> the Sixers were the best team in the Eastern Conference. And the Celtics are, I think they're below 500 at the moment. And yeah. I, that's not that's not. Tatum's I think Tatum's ball. missed time as well, hasn't he? Yeah, it was through COVID, but like other people have missed time through COVID. Like that's that's impacted them. I'm not saying Tatum's not an all-star. I think having Tatum and Brown is the right thing to do, as ended up happening. But it's just if we're going to do the team success matters. Um, why does it not matter for the Celtics as much as it seems to do for other teams? Yeah. I guess it's just like I think it's like you say. Is Tatum is just I've managed to elevate himself to that level where he is just like he's an all star, as long as he's played enough minutes. And Jalen Brown, when Tatum was out, was always awesome. just really really good. So yeah, almost like I, don't know, I think I actually I had I had Tatum in before I put Brown on, which is probably wrong based on the season, but. I guess I'll just sort of like on that. Well, I think that's just kind of star. Because well, even, even with like Harden, to be honest, Hard, I mean like Harden, obviously, why well, he was in, you know, 
obviously wasn't playing for ages, and when he was, he was basically didn't care and before the trade. And even after the trade, like, does he has he missed time? Or is he? I don't know. He might have missed one game. I don't think yeah, he's missed very much. Missed it's much, the others but... who've not played with him. He's yeah. arrived and they've just deserted him. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, yeah, it's like you know, for the, I like for that ordinarily. Don't would he deserve to be an all star this year? I don't know if if he wasn't James Harden, but it's James Harden. So. I mean, he leads the league in assists and he's scoring like twenty five a yeah, game. Yeah, but also, like... but also because of the um, the whole stuff before the trade, it's like I don't know when was the trade. It was a it was a few weeks in, wasn't it? I yeah. I know what you're saying, but I think. I guess maybe my question with that is, does that mean Jason Tatum is in the James Harden group of superstars no, where he's no. just an all-star? And I don't think he is, which means that there's at least got to be a question about should the Celtics have two? Because if we're doing that with the Sixers, how can you not do it with the Celtics? Um, and that also kind of links to what I was saying about Draymond is the Warriors' record is better than the Celtics' record. Yeah. So he's not ridiculous for the Warriors to have two, is it? If the Celtics have two. Yeah. Um, and... I, I, I mean, Tatum shooting, he's 11th in scoring, 39% from three, over four assists per game. He's putting up an all-star season. It's completely fine. Um, but the other sad part of that is um, my roster, it, because I I basically had Ben Simmons as a lock, partly for the Sixers being like that, and the doubt about him being an all-star was, oh, he's being less productive offensively. And then they played the best team in the league in the Jazz, without Embiid and he scored 42 points maybe 43 points oh. and they're like well okay uh, I, I don't know where the argument yeah. is for Simmons he's probably the runner up in defensive player of the year if the season ends today um, yeah and then but then that's it is I've got 10 and it's like well I've got two from the Bucks three from the Nets two from the Celtics two from the Sixers and Bradley Beal and it just feels like well there, there's more there's so many people in the East that deserve my my honourable mentions list in the Eastern Conference is huge. Yeah. Did you have Demontis Sabonis? I didn't. He was alongside his teammate Brogdon in my honourable mentions. Yeah. Well, you, you know, um, I think that one came down a bit to looking at records as well. And also that he's been really good. Like, he's he's over 20 points a game, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and obviously they lost Oladipo. Like they meant to get Levert, but obviously he's not been playing. And they're they're still like what are they? Are they fifth? Or is it even fourth? I don't know. It's it's quite tight there, isn't it? They might be up to fourth now because the Celtics yeah. lost again. But yeah, they're basically yeah. I mean, they're, I think they're they've been better than the Celtics basically. Um, and I don't know. It just it felt like they deserved someone. <laughs> And he has been really, really good. I think that's fair. Like, so in, in his place, I effectively had Nikola Vucevic. Yeah. Um, which is weird because I keep banging on about team record. And my next two selections are both slightly left field and kind of different reasons. They're a little bit contradictory. I had Vucevic and Fred Van Vliet. Oh, yeah, so I had yeah. Vucevic because he doesn't have any teammates. Like I mean, some of the teams they've put out with him are just ridiculous. Fournier's back now at least, so he's got another NBA player with him. But like they're just starting guys that like would barely be in their rotation at the start of the year. And they're still like winning some games. 
He's scoring more points per game than Hayward, Fox, Gilgis Alexander, Sabonis, Siakam, and Middleton. He's like fifth or sixth in rebounds, I think. And he's the 93rd percentile in assist rate for centers. He basically, their whole offense has just been him. Like, he keeps just putting up 35 points. Yeah. And sometimes they lose. Uh, the downside is he can't really guard anyone. He just, yeah. he doesn't defend. Van Vliet, the Raptors record is just surging after a poor start. Even without Lowry, he's I, been like taking. Yeah, on the, I I actually really wanted to put a Raptor in. I mean, I I've I've just been a fan of the Raptors, even from like before they won the title. I just think they're really good. Basically, they're just really well run. But I don't know. I just found it difficult, particularly with their recovery and stuff. I really wanted to put one in, but it's basically him or Siakam, isn't it? And I just yeah, didn't. that that's the difficulty, isn't it? Is a little bit like. I mean, maybe a tier or so yeah. down, but the the Paul Booker thing is where because no, they don't have like a yeah. definite number one. Um, yeah. I'll like, be just because like he's an amazing defender. He's shooting almost forty percent from three. He's fourth in deflections as well. Um, yeah, kind of the opposite to the Vucevic thing, where team record defense put him ahead of some others, and I think that's pretty controversial. So I didn't have Zach Levine, which I don't think will feel great about. You didn't um, have Zach Levine. No, I should probably have Levine over Vucevic, but I felt like I had to have a second centre on the roster. I mean, is that, isn't like that Levine scoring like 28 points a game or something? Not that high. Yeah, but, but then Trey Young's the... numbers are just as crazy. I, I've got Trey Young and Zach Levine. Yeah. Zach Levine was in my locks just because I looked at his numbers and his numbers are ridiculous. Like yeah, his numbers is... are absolutely crazy. I mean, and he's efficient as well. If, he, if he's, he's done that for if he's done that for a longer period of time, he's. I mean, he's like Bradley Beal, isn't he? I guess. Yeah. Um, and then Trey Young, yeah, just because I mean, just those scoring numbers are ridiculous. If the, if the Hawks haven't been good. I mean, and the the bad defense. I mean, he is really, really not a good defender. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, is he like the worst? The worst starter defensively or something probably. I, I part of the, the problem I have with with Trey Young and the Hawks in general is I felt they were a bit overhyped before the season, but even and they have lost players. Their lineup's been changing a lot. They've lost DeAndre Hunter, um, which has really hurt them defensively. But they've basically been worse than I expected, and I thought I was quite low on them coming into the season. And it's just yeah. hard to shake that a bit. I think when people disappoint, it's like that's where I am with Vucevic. Is like the magic didn't have any players and it's like they could quite reasonably have just lost all of their games and he's had quite a few where it's just like he's gone crazy just hitting all of these shots and making plays for everyone else because no one else can basically play basketball on the team yeah. um the Trey Young one I find a bit he didn't make it actually which obviously again had the NBA Twitter sphere going wild look at these numbers and it's like well instead of yeah instead of who I mean I, I feel like yeah, I'd find it really hard to have Young over Chris Middleton, for instance. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can see why. I guess because it's because he's not actually his efficiency isn't that good, is he? He's not actually that efficient, Trey Young. No, At and I, I've watched the Hawks a fair bit, and he just it's, it's cool when Lillard and Curry take these logo shots. When Trey Young does it three times in the first quarter, and none of them are close, yeah. it's not cool. Yeah, you're, try you're trying to be Steph Curry too much. That's the problem. Is it's like 
I don't know. It, it feels like without sounding all all old man about it, like you kind of got to earn the right to do that. And I know he makes some of them, but like his his percentages on those yeah. really long range shots are not great. I, yeah, you said you had Ben Simmons, didn't you? Who actually did get in the team? Yeah, I I, I was I was torn on that one um, a while ago, and then yeah. I just I think the top level of Ben Simmons, which he's shown a few times, and I mean at both ends. He's yeah. so impactful. I don't. Did, yeah. And the Sixers still are on a bit of a bad run, but they're top of the East. And I, I think though the thing, the thing that you said earlier about Embiid, right early earlier on the right near the start of the podcast, is basically the reason why I've not got him as well. Is it's like, yeah, he has been good at points, but also generally. If Embiid isn't playing, then they're not a good team. Yeah, really. and, yeah, and it's not—it's not even like some of these other teams are talking about, where he's just like surrounded by bad players. I mean, even when he's got like Tobias Harris, Seth Curry with him, they're just—and he—if he's—he's meant to be the—if he's meant to be the best guy with those as supporting cast, which is like a very good supporting cast, they're just not good. Yeah, although on a side note from that. Um, and I think they ran it a bit against Utah. In those non-embed minutes or non-embed games, I would like them to see more Simmons at the five or Harris at the five, however they end up lining up with it. Um, just because Simmons and Dwight Howard on the just, court together yeah, is is work. not pretty most of the time. I mean, Howard was on there for some of the... They were running like Howard yeah. screening for Simmons against this, the Jazz. This was the issue, I think. We, don't we mention it in a podcast at the start of the season? Of them signing Dwight Howard seemed like the whole time was like, okay, so yeah, cool, it's good backup when Embiid's not playing, but then what? It's like, you have Dwight Howard it, and though. Ben Simmons. I think they will get to it. So I think maybe, say if they have a playoff series against Brooklyn, that might yeah. be where you end up with, um, yeah, the, when Embiid's not on, you have Simmons at the five, and that's when you get the really space floor. So in his defense, I think that's part of it, is the roster yeah. is is optimised to survive when Embiid's on the bench. It's not set up not to... Not optimised to get the best out of Ben Simmons. No, the best out of Ben Simmons would actually... Uh, probably is Ben Simmons at the centre. Yeah. We don't actually have a huge amount of time left. So who else um, did you have? But I want to... My last pick... It was out... So out of my, my list of... My short list... I basically... For both of them, I had... For my picking my reserves, I had five that were like definite... Then I made a shortlist and picked two. And Young was the first off my shortlist that I ended up going for. And the other one was Julius Randle. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't that close on Randle. I had him... I was surprised he made it, actually. I think... I guess it's not just... I mean, he, he, he has been good. He's not been, like, spectacular. But I think it's a little bit of, like... The reverse of what we're talking about those guys in the west that are on bad teams of like i don't know a team that's been bad like the knicks when they sort of they sort of start doing it right you know stuff start going right they're not being totally terrible just um i think yeah there's a bit of rewarding yeah. the knicks for for not humiliating themselves for half a season um and i i think that's it's not it's not like awful that he was an all-star, but I think, yeah, I think if he's not playing for the Knicks, 
I mean, his numbers are, are pretty impressive, but if he's not playing for the Knicks, I'm not sure he makes it. No. You know, I I think some of this is just like the league in, as a whole, and that includes the people involved. Yeah. There's a bit of desperation for the Knicks to be, yeah, not shambolic for a week or so. Um, and I, I don't know. I, Randall over Sabonis. I don't know how much I, that feels well, great. I've got both of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And that, But then even like Bam didn't make it. Yeah, I had, uh, I had Bam on my other... I was basically going to pick one of Bam, Randall, and Simmons. Um, and I mean, I don't know. I probably could have gone for Bam. It's basically what I like. They've The Heat weren't very good, though, were they? when it was like... When they Butler be I guess he kept them. Kept them afloat without yeah. Butler there. Um and, and Randall he's... obviously has been he's just been the best player on a team that had have been okay. And his, I mean some of his numbers are quite impressive as well, to be honest. They are, uh, and some of that is a bit like Middleton misses out because people are slightly underwhelmed by the Bucks. Yeah. And they're a small market. People are impressed by the Knicks and they're a massive market. And yeah. I, I just I just think that is a play. Like it it's not I, I personally don't think World where Middleton doesn't make it, Randall does. Seems all that fair, but like, okay, I mean, that's fine. And all, so yeah, the massive Knicks fan base gets an All Star. That's that's great for them. Cool. Yeah. Um, who? So the others I had, with varying degrees of consideration, um, Tobias Harris. I think we touched on briefly. Malcolm yeah. Brogdon, um, again, just like incredibly efficient. The Pacers just do their stuff. I do their small market stuff, get the four or five seed. Um, they suffer a little bit actually from the Buck stuff again, where they've lost in the playoffs so many times that people maybe aren't interested in them in the regular season. Uh, Siakam, Jeremy Grant, we didn't touch, we didn't mention. There's yeah. a lot of all star. Yeah, I looked at that. It's just he's bit yeah, just bad, very bad team, isn't it? I, I, you just got to be like we said in the West. You've got to be so so good if your team is going to be the worst team in the NBA. Well, you can you can even ask actually, is it possible to be good enough to be an all star? Like, how... I guess Bradley Beal. Yeah, but they've even they've, they've improved now. But I mean, when the voting was happening, and he when he was named a starter, which was a couple of weeks yeah, ago, wasn't it? But he they was leading really the league in scoring, I suppose. Is the yeah, thing. that's what that's what I mean. Is you can be you can be good, but enough, there was even a qualifier on them sucking though. It was qualified yeah. on them sucking was that they'd mit- they had like two weeks where they didn't play. They had loads of people missing COVID through covid yeah. thomas bryant being out for the season so like yeah i guess he's basically yeah you have to be that sort of level of yeah. good gordon hayward i he's been I, really impressive I, that hayward contract, could, yeah that contract doesn't look so stupid now yeah not quite well um, it does yeah in a few we, years, did, suspect, we need to wrap but... up actually really um sorry to cut you off but uh yeah i mean yeah there's uh, there's a lot of depth there and um, he's harder I think. It's a lot harder. It's harder. Um, but anyway, that has been our um, review, I guess, of uh, the All-Star teams. Um, and yeah, uh, we'll uh, carry on podcasting as we go into the second half of the season. Um, whenever there's something to talk about, I guess. Well, maybe we'll do a... Um... <clears throat> a mid-season reflection kind of thing 
bloody all star yeah. break. Yeah. Okay. So um, look out for more episodes and subscribe. Yeah. Bye. All the links. Bye. <laughs>